What's up, homegirls? Welcome to Benevolence, where kindness matters and all are welcome to the table. We are your hosts, Ceci and Nisha. Benevolence is a ministry where we uplift and encourage through topics of conversation that are important in our Christian walk. We are going to get real. We will focus on topics that we are curious about and what many are afraid to talk about. You are listening to episode six, our Jesus story, how we found Jesus and how you can find him too. So sit back, relax, and let's get to it. Hey, Neem. Hey, Sess. How you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm good. I am really excited about this episode. I know. Because I don't think we've done we've something never like done this it. before. So it's a I'm, good one. I'm super, super stoked about this. So on this episode of Benevolence, we're going to share our story on how we found Jesus. Yes. And um, we are going to just kind of talk about our our first initial encounter with Jesus and how we accepted him as our Lord and personal Savior and how you can find him too. Um, and either even if you're a Christian or you're not a Christian or you don't even know where to start, whatever the case may be, we're going to give you the steps. We're going to give you an opportunity to encounter him yes. in, your, in your own way and encourage you to encounter him. Um, so this episode is just not for those that have never had an encounter yeah. with Jesus. This is for the Christ followers alike. You know, Nisha and I have been saved for many, many years, but that doesn't mean that our journey has been easy. There have been times where we needed to reconcile, yeah. surrender, commit ourselves wholeheartedly to Jesus again and again. Yeah. Um, we also want to share how you can find Jesus in your life and the many ways that you can strengthen your relationship with him. Yeah. So a question that I wanted to um, give you was, how did you encounter yes. Jesus? What was your story of salvation? Exactly. Um, I would say for me, I grew up in church and you really know this. Like I literally, my grandparents were pastors. So um, I was like kind of like a pastor's kid in a sense because my um, grandparents, I considered them as like, you know, my like another set of parents. Um, so I grew up in church. I was involved with my dad. My dad was the worship pastor and he would like ask me to sing with him sometimes. But I would say like I always knew about Jesus and my parents were great examples and like kind of like teaching me what it is to have a relationship with God. Um, so it kind of like, you know, when you like just grow up in, in it, you know, yeah. I didn't have like that moment, like that defining moment mm -hmm. where I like, Lord, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Mm -hmm. It was a little bit different for me because I kind of just grew up with it and I kind of just knew about it from my parents and I kind of just like accepted it for myself, myself that Jesus was real because my parents kind of just like taught me how, what it is to have a relationship with him yeah. as, a, as a child. But I would say like my defining moment where I encountered God was when I was nine years old. Um, I kind of dealt with bullying when I was in elementary school. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like I was, I had to wear like fardas, like skirts to church, um, to school because we were Pentecostal. And I remember having to wear like skirts all the wow. time. I couldn't shave my legs. Oh my God. So I would be like bullied like at, in elementary school. And I remember being like so upset about that. Like, like, oh, like why, like, am I being bullied for, you know, doing something that kind of have to because like the church, like, didn't allow us to wear yeah. pants, whatever. Anyways, so I, and on top of all that, I was super shy. Like, I literally didn't talk to anybody. Like, anybody that would talk to me, I would have my head down. I couldn't, I couldn't hold a conversation. And when my dad would tell me to sing, like, on the altar with him, I would have my head down with the mic. Like, I just was super shy. And I remember being upset about that, too. And I remember being nine years old in my room, 
And I was just so sad that day. And I, and I didn't understand why. Like, I knew that, like, I was sad because, like, you know, I was getting bullied in school. And also because I was, like, so shy. I didn't understand myself, like, fully. Like, I didn't know why I was the way I was. Because, you know, when, like, you want to talk, you want to have a conversation, and you're so, like, timid that you just can't like I don't know how to explain it but yeah. I was like extremely shy and I just couldn't hold a conversation I couldn't do anything I felt like I couldn't do anything mm-hmm. I was just like a just a person there and like couldn't do anything anyways so I was nine years old I was in my room I was super sad that day and I just fell onto my knees and I said God Lord I don't I don't want to feel like this anymore I don't I don't want to feel sad anymore I don't want to I don't want to feel like I have nothing to offer anymore. And I just remember surrendering to God. And um, I like literally felt the Holy Spirit in such a profound way that I started to cry. Mm. And I just felt like a, a release. Like I, I like I always knew God was real, but like that moment, like I felt him so close. I was like, wow, God is so real. And I just felt him like just consume me and like the 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 Holy Spirit, his love. And um I just started to weep. And I remember that very moment, like I spoke in tongues for the first time wow. at nine years old in my room by myself. It wasn't in a camp. It wasn't in a camp that I went to the altar and I accepted God and I felt him for the first time. But it was in my room at nine years old. And I always thought that was like a little little weird um, because like, you know, you're nine years old. You're, you know, I always thought like you had to encounter God like at a camp yeah. or you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. everybody else's encounters is always like that. Yeah. But my encounter with God for the first time and where I truly like understood who who he was and I truly felt him for the first time was in in my room at nine years old it was actually the first time I spoke in tongues and the first time I felt the Holy Spirit was nine years old in my room and my parents could testify they were like in the room next to me they were like crying like they couldn't believe like wow how like a nine-year-old in their room like was encountering God and so I remember that moment and that was like my defining moment and like from that day on like I just I just I, I started to let loose. I, I understood like who God was. Like daily I, I was intentional in my relationship with God from there on. Like obviously there was trials and tribulations, you know, as a teenager, like you, mm-hmm. you you're not fully understanding everything. But that was like my encounter and my first revelation of who God was and just feeling him for the first time in my life at nine. So that's like a little bit different, but that's kind of like the first time that I um I, I received God as my Lord and Savior and also felt God for the first time. Wow, that's beautiful, yeah. especially at a young age. Because, yeah. like, Victoria's eight. So yeah. it's like, you know, I would, that's like a parent's dream, a Christian yeah. parent's dream to, like, see their child, like, have that initial encounter with Jesus yeah. at a young age. So I just hope that Victoria will have that as well, you yeah. know? So that's beautiful. Thank you. So my experience with, um, also happened really early too. I was born and raised in church. Um, my my dad was a worship director and my mom, she was a leader of the church. So I remember, um, remember Vacation Bible School? Yeah. So this particular Vacation Bible School happened in Philadelphia. Yeah. But it was in at a home. Mm-hmm. So I remember that there was a block behind um, my, my grandmother's block. And they were doing Vacation Bible School at the house. Mm-hmm. So I remember my, my grandmother encouraging me to go because they were also giving free lunches yeah. over there. And I remember going and I remember going inside to this person's house with some other kids from the block. And I remember sitting there and that person was talking about Jesus yeah. and how you can accept Jesus as your personal savior and he will change you and all of that. And then, like 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 you, I had always heard of Jesus. I was 
minister, I was in ministry. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I had grown up in church, but I, my first encounter of like accepting him happened also in, in, in that house. And I remember it was a lady's house. She was doing like, you know, she was doing like a little preaching, you know, for kids. And then I remember she said, if you want to accept Jesus as your savior, like follow me to the next room. And I remember going to the next room and she did the prayer with us. I believe it was her kitchen. And I said the prayer because I really, truly felt Jesus in my, in my heart and I wanted to accept him. And, and, you know, I was a kid. Um, and I, and, and I understood, I didn't understand the power of Jesus, you know, but I knew that Jesus was so important to my parents that I wanted to, to I wanted him to be important in my life too. Mm-hmm. So I made that decision in that kitchen in Philadelphia. Yeah. I would say it was about, I was probably nine years old. It was a summer for sure. Wow. I remember my initial encounter with God when I was 11 years old. Mm-hmm. And this is when I lived in Miami. So um, there was a tent revival yeah. happening out in the field of the church that I was How old were you? Do you remember? I was 11. Okay. And um, there was a church tent revival. There was like a prophet and evangelist who came um, to to the tent. And I remember it was all the preteens, all the preteens were asked to come to the front. Mm -hmm. And then we were prayed over. And I remember being prayed over. And then one of our friends, um, had fallen in the spirit. Right. And then I remember the, the evangelist specifically going down and praying over her. And all of a sudden he's like, where are her friends? Her friends need to pray for her. So we were like, okay, we're her friends. So let's go pray, you know? So we went over to her. And then at that moment, he's like, I need everybody to pray over these youth, like these these kids. We're kids. I was like, so that they can experience the power of the Holy Ghost. And I promise you, Nish, I started speaking in tongues in an instant. Wow. I was like, not, I was 11. I was 11 years old. And I remember, and, and they were like, pray for your friend. Pray for your friend in the heavenly language. And I was like, like it just came, like, it just yeah, came out of nowhere, yeah. nowhere. And from that point on, like, I I always used that gift of speaking in tongues. Yeah. That was my first encounter with yeah. God. And from that day forward, that was it. Yeah. Like, I had like fully committed myself mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. to him, and I felt him in my heart. And, you know, there were other instances where, you know, you I know. you say the prayer again, yes, and you want to exactly. reconcile again. But that was definitely well. my Jesus story. It was young. It was yeah. definitely young. I love that so. we were, like, young. We were young. Yes. Because we, like, like, I knew I was called. You know what I mean? And, and God called us out when we were yeah. young. And that's just so heartwarming. So, but, yeah. So, honestly, we don't know where you're at in your life. Um, and you may be an adult. You might be in your 30s and your 40s. You might be getting out of college or getting out of high school. But we wanted to encourage you that Jesus can find you wherever you are and in whatever state you are in. There is no sin, no situation or circumstance that can prevent Jesus from coming into your life. And I wanted to list a couple people, um, and we both wanted to list a couple people that, you know, that Jesus had an encounter with. Yes. So the first one, Adam and Eve, Abraham, they saw God. Like, they walked with God. I love that all of them have, like, different experiences. They have different experiences. And amidst their disobedience, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Adam and Eve sinned. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they still saw God. Um, Jacob encountered God in a dream after fleeing from his family, after cheating his twin brother. Jacob then wrestled with God himself and didn't let him go until he blessed him. Also, Hagar was pregnant, hopeless, 
and alone. And Jesus met her and filled her with hope. Also, Joseph encountered God after he had been sold to slavery and accused. And he later was appointed to the highest ruler of all of Egypt. That's amazing. That's my favorite Bible I story. Um, I love that story. Oh, this is going down. Um, the next one is Moses. Moses encountered God through a burning bush. He was called to deliver God's people out of slavery in Egypt. And the woman at the well in the New Testament oh, that story. encountered Jesus mm-hmm. despite her sin. And it shows Jesus' love for the world. And he's the only one that can offer us salvation. Amen. It also shows the importance of offering our testimony. When the woman at the well believed, she immediately ran off and told Amen. others, Amen. prompting others to believe as well. Amen. Approaching God requires humility and courage. Humility to take an honest look at ourselves and courage to stand before God. We need to recognize who we are, accept that we are not God, and that we are in need of his mercy, grace, and salvation. Jesus wants to reveal himself to you so that you may encounter his love, grace, truth, and presence. Jesus wants you to abide with him in a relationship where you listen for his voice, seek to do his will in this world, and live in daily dialogue with him through his Holy Spirit. The Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. Our choice to sin separates separates us from God, and Jesus' death on the cross bridges that separation. Romans 10.9 declares that if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. If you want to accept Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior today, you must believe in your heart, repent of your sins, and declare with your mouth. If you want to make that prayer today, pray with us right now. Dear God, I know that I am a sinner, and I ask for your forgiveness. I believe Jesus Christ is your son. I believe that he died on the cross for my sin and that you raised him to life. I want to trust him as my savior and follow him as Lord from this day forward. Guide my life and help me to do your will. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And if you said that prayer for the first time or you said it for the hundredth time, like I have, um, welcome. Like, welcome to God's kingdom. You are a child of God. The heavens and the, and the angels are rejoicing today. Today is a day to testify to others your encounter with God. You know, encountering God and having a relationship with him doesn't have to happen on a mountaintop in a lightning bolt or in a miraculous Mm -hmm, event it doesn't have to happen in you know in a church camp it doesn't happen have to happen on the church altar it can happen in your room in your room by yourself yes jesus can fill that room and and give you everything you need and and you can feel you know just fulfilled in that moment so god is faithful and all you have to do is open up your Bible and read with expectation. Mm-hmm. Attend a church or a small group Bible study and listen. Worship, pray, and fellowship with other believers. We pray that you encounter him in your own special way and that you testify it so that everyone may know about him. The promise of Jesus to his disciples and to us is found in Matthew twenty-eight twenty. I am with you always to the end of the age. And if you said that prayer for the first time, second, third, please share with us your Jesus story. We can't wait to hear it. 
So as we finalize this episode of Benevolence, we just want to remind you that you will always have a seat at the table. You are loved, you are chosen, and you have a purpose. And thank you all for tuning into Benevolence, where kindness matters and all are welcome to the table. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Benevolence Podcast for more fun posts and videos. Benevolence Podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. Stay tuned for next Monday's episode of Benevolence. You do not want to miss it. Bye. Bye.